Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that two of Henry VIII's wives were armadillos, but it's not the ones you think? <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. Which ones? Is it Catherine of Aragarmadillo? <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's actually the two that were beheaded. Oh. Because they just stuck their little heads back into the shells so they weren't actually beheaded. Oh. <laughs> I like that fact. <laughs> For more armadillo facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early and even find some of our sweet merch, check us out at armadillo.club. The sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 8 through 16 of Definitely Dead, the sixth book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, Sookie helps Jason's girlfriend with a medical emergency by calling upon her magic doctor friend. No word yet on how much vampire looking was involved, but I know we all have our suspicions. <laughs> Sookie also saves a kid's life with her psychic powers, but makes it very clear that she's not going to make a habit of it. <laughs> <laughs> we also meet a new waitress at Merlot's. She's acute and super nice and some kind of wear, and Sookie does not like her. But okay. considering Merlot's track record, odds are she's a serial killer or a baby eater or a demon secretly planning on opening hell mouth, <laughs> mouth in Bontemps. My money says she's definitely dead. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sookie's probably right to mistrust her in the end, I suppose. Uh, but throughout all of this, Sookie reconnects with Quinn, a sexy tiger who offers a hot business-slash-pleasure proposal, a fancy tiger date, and a job working at the Vampire Summit. Both of these things are right up Sookie's alley. So you know Quinn's going to be right up her alley soon. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> the date goes well until they are ambushed in a parking lot, but... Ambushing a massive were-tiger and chain-fighting Sookie in a parking lot seems like a real quick way to get dead. Chapter 8. Yes, they are attacked by new wares, by which I mean that they had been recently bitten, were not born as wares. Yeah, and that ambush goes exactly how I expected it to go, right? Not well for them. Yeah, it, like, like it's, it's, it's over in probably mi like minutes, maybe seconds, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, it's over in however long it takes Quinn to grab them both and slap them away. Yeah, yeah he, pretty much. He, uh, he literally throws them, I think. So I guess he's yeah. a, he didn't even change forms. He's just like a big dude, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, just, just a big guy good at grabbing werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they see the, the, uh, the error of their ways and give up pretty quickly. Uh, probably also because of the broken bones, I think. Yeah, I, I think they see the curb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the police show up. Yeah. Which is not great for wares, I suppose. I guess not. They have to go to the station to make a statement. And she's questioned by Detective Coughlin, who's the same guy from when she and Alcide found all those dead bodies. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. found the, the, the ones that were chopped up, like one or two. Yeah, the ones that were ripped apart. Yeah. When there was like a random hand in the in the bushes or something. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that guy, uh, you know, for whatever reason, what uh, the reasons that we can't imagine, he's suspicious about Sookie. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see why. Yeah, it's, uh, I, but I gotta say, like, this whole ordeal, like, it definitely accelerated the timetable on the Quinn relationship, right? Like, oh, yeah. If oh, I were being cynical, <laughs> might I, you, you might think that Quinn might have hired yeah, these right. thugs himself. Arrange this whole thing like uh, we know what Sookie Stackhouse likes everybody in Louisiana knows what Sookie Stackhouse <laughs> likes right? she's a little bit of a danger junkie yeah agreed 
And there's another detective there, which was which Sookie recognizes. This was Patrick Fernand's second, a dude named Cal Myers, who fucking hates Sookie because Sookie told on him at the at the uh, competition, the Packmaster competition. Yeah, this is this is probably not great. So you have one one guy who uh, knows Sookie by reputation, and another guy who hates her for, for the for this past. It's probably not good good news for Sookie to be in this police station. Yeah, and she's like, "How can I make myself seem even more suspicious to de- Detective Coughlin? I'm just going to randomly tell him to not trust this his partner." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, she's not wrong, but like, is she not wrong? I, well, this guy could be a a perfectly responsible cop and also a werewolf. Mm, maybe she's kind of speciesist. Yeah, right? She I mean, personally doesn't like the guy, but that doesn't mean he's a bad cop or is a danger to his partner. That is a good point, yeah. So she's just, like, planting these seeds of discord? or maybe uh, I mean, he's probably got, like, a family and stuff, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. All the werewolves have families. Detective Coughlin's like, I've been over to his house. I, You know, I'm the godfather to his kids. He took a bullet for me. Yeah, he saved my life. <laughs> uh, but no, actually, T- Coughlin is like, yeah, you know, I think, I think you're right. Yeah, he seems pretty sketchy. It's true. I think one of my absolute favorite things is when Sookie gets really indignant or tired of people who are suspicious of her, except they're 100% right, like Debbie Putt's <laughs> family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got it. Like, like, she even reads Coughlin's mind and is like, you know, his, his suspicions are very reasonable, but still, come on. Yeah. I mean, in her defense, in this one particular instance, she is actually innocent, right? Like... She doesn't know where these people came from. She doesn't even know who they are, and they she, jumped her. But she is hiding some facts, relevant facts, right? Uh, that yeah. these guys are werewolves. Th- that, yeah. That's a good point. Just saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> there's a lot of smoke here. Yeah. And when they leave, Quinn takes her to the Hair of the Dog, a uh, bar. <laughs> which is not a great name for any establishment, but maybe dog groomers. You wouldn't go to a bar called the Hair of the Dog? No. Because it's a pun. <laughs> you know, the Hair of the Dog, the drink you have? That, is you, that a drink? Do you know what that yeah. is? It's, it's a mixed drink? No, it's the... It, when, that's after you, when you have a hangover, you drink something the next day to make yourself feel better. It's it's called the yeah, hair of just, the dog. Just any alcoholic drink. water? No, no, you drink more booze <laughs> to make yourself feel better. Oh. That's oh. called the hair of the dog, the bitch. Oh. Why? It's really bad practice. People should do <laughs> Kids out there, don't drink when you're hungover. I, I feel like that's just how you like transition into alcoholism, right? Like you get really drunk <laughs> and, and then the next morning you're like, well, I'm pretty hungover. I guess I better start drinking early. Well, no, you say, I'm going to have the hair of the dog that bit me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, right, right, right. And then you start drinking early. <laughs> exactly. Is that a Southern thing or just like an American thing? Or uh, I, I think it's like an old school no, drunk I, thing. Like, I've definitely heard that saying before, yeah. the hair of the dog that bit you. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Okay. I, it's just a... Yeah, not a great practice, probably. But you know, okay, sure. If it's yeah. uh, if it's not about dog hair, drink responsibly, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're kids, do drink. Drinking is great. Get <laughs> yeah. started early so you build up your tolerance. That's right. There you go. So they chapter nine. They go to the bar, and Sookie immediately antagonizes as many people as she can find. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> she basically gets in a fist fight with the the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. She has trouble getting in though. This place is it's a wear bar that's heavily warded against human visitors. So so uh, Quinn has to literally carry her in. That, that, that's weird because the vampires the vampire bars love human visitors because you know they're money and yeah. food. But I think the difference is, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yeah, is that humans know about vampires, but werewolves are not oh, out yet. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And Amanda's there, who we've run into a few times. She's the owner. And I'll see to Maria Starr there, too. And Quinn tells them all about the attack, and he gets the shifters <laughs> to agree to tell the pack master and to investigate what's going on. Yeah, I, I felt like Quinn 
was very unsmooth with the way he handled this. Yeah, like been very smooth up until this point, but he kind of walks in and is like, all right, whose ass do I have to kick to find out whose ass I have to kick? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they both go in kind of aggro, right? Like, yeah. like it, this is a wear bar that they're, like, that they're not really welcome at, and they just like... Yeah, and this is, these people just, are just like chilling. Most of these people, right? Probably nine out of ten of these people don't know who they are. They're not involved. They're just at the bar. And half of the room, half people in the room are friendlies, right? Like Amanda, I'll see it's not like, you know, on great terms with her, but like they're not, they're not, there's no animosity there right now, right? Right, yeah. 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 Like Sookie was hanging out with, you know, three quarters of them, you know, yesterday, right? Because <laughs> yeah. Amanda Starr drove the doctor in and Maria Starr was at the photo shoot. Like these are people she's seen recently. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> And Quinn's like, yeah, fuck you all. No, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a very aggressive scene. Yeah. I thought I was a friend of the pack, you pussies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they're like, we're really regretting that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but they, no takesy backsies. They agree to, uh, to find out what's up with these wares. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tense scene. And Quinn's understandably upset because he knows and, and probably Sookie knows that like if, if there's wear activity in this city probably somebody in the pack is involved in it right yeah like the, the, those guys didn't just come out of nowhere like you know someone made them so yeah that uh, she thinks to herself actually she knows kind of how many packs that, the wares there are in this pack and it's like 36 yeah in the city of Shreveport which that's that's like a reasonable number, but that's not enough to support this bar <laughs> probably not no that's a good point <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> I mean, it's owned by it's owned by one of the people. Like they probably just all go there out of you know. I guess support, yeah, probably. Right? Maybe it doesn't make money, but like they, they need the human customers, right? Thirty even if all thirty six of those people go to that bar every night and have three drinks, that's like not enough, right? Yeah, probably not. Well, then they're there the next morning for the hair of the dog. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they're just all alcoholics. <laughs> just to support this business, like they don't really want to drink, but it's like well, that's you true. know, yeah, when, when you're in the pack, you know, we gotta support. Yeah, probably. Amanda's probably like married to some really rich dude who just like got her the bar to give her something to do. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, this yeah. Like a... it, isn't she there with somebody? There's like some dude. I, I think it's the one person at the table who Sookie doesn't know. I can't remember. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, I can understand why Quinn is upset because that taking her to the play that's a great that's a great date. Yeah, mm-hmm. way to go, Quinn. Solid. Yeah, yeah he nailed it, uh, and then it kind of got you know derailed at the end. But like we said, though, like Sookie doesn't seem too upset about it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. She was super into it. In fact, the, the second they leave the bar, it's like a hot makeout session, right? Yeah. Like, right up against the car. And yeah, Sookie's, <laughs> Sookie's response is like, okay, I'm not doing this here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not going to have sex in this nasty parking lot. Right, right. Girl from Bon Tom has got standards. Chapter 10. Uh, the wares do not survive the night in jail. They're, Surprising no one. Yeah, they're epstein yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because the newspaper's like, this wear detective who has a, a grudge against Sookie is on the case, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but he has, like, some ominous saying, like, or, or some Justice ominous... Justice will be found Justice or something. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Certainly not involved at all. Yep. She goes into work at Merlot's and Bill's there. And this was so awkward, apparently. <laughs> I never knew I wanted to know, but vampires can smell when somebody's on their period. I mean, right? Makes sense. They're I predators. I, I wonder if this is like a direct response to a letter that somebody sent to Charlene Harris. <laughs> like, you know, I haven't touched on that. Yeah, we'll put that in there. I mean, she had people ask her if they ejaculated blood. So I guess this would be, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did she say? She said... 
Vampires Ejaculate has trace amounts of blood in it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They've got blood in their tears, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought the vampires had all of their bodily fluids replaced with blood. So, like, they cry blood, they ejaculate blood, yeah. they bleed blood. Yeah. They sneeze blood. Yeah. yeah they do. <laughs> they pee blood. Yeah. Right. I mean, do they pee? Blood. I mean, the waste has got to come out of them some way, right? Does it? I, I, I thought it was all magic. Just like you put it in and just like goes away. Fuck, I know. Yeah, while Sookie's at work, she spends even more time thinking about the new bartender and how she doesn't like her, you know, for whatever reason, right? I don't think she's the new bartender. I think she's just another oh, server. Oh, you're right, you're right. A new barmaid. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of shifter. Yeah. yeah. Tanya. Yeah, and she's unable to hear her in, in particular. It's a, it's, you know. Yeah. I guess that's probably why she doesn't like her. She can't read her mind. Yeah. We just got to be careful not to call her the bartender because if she was the bartender, we would know she was going to die this book. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's the bartender right now? Uh, it's just Sam, right? Is it just I Sam? There's a new cook. Yeah, yeah like, there's a new cook. There's a mean lady that doesn't like Sookie. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a new bartender right now. I think Sam's just doing it. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, the, Sam is safe. Probably. Probably. <laughs> For now. <laughs> but speaking of bartenders, a new vampire comes in. Her name is Felicia, and she's the new bartender at Fantasia. This is hilarious. I love <laughs> this scene. It's just, add this to the list of reasons that I adore Pam. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she sends the she sends Felicia to come and beg Sookie's mercy because she has, quote, a habit of killing Fantasia bartenders. <laughs> and Sookie's like, oh, Pam's such a kidder, but Pam is Totally Pam right. Not, Pam's not joking. <laughs> Pam's trying to prevent another turnover. Yeah, it's like oh, three of them now, right? Yeah, the last three. Yeah. Like, Since Suki walked in the first the door of Fantasia the first time, all the bartenders have died, yeah. except for Felicia yeah. so far. One by one, and all of them around, or either Suki did it or someone related to Suki did it. Like, this is this yeah. is a thing. Suki adjacent. This is like Harry Potter in defense against dark arts professors. Yeah. Like, it's a target on your back, you know? So uh, so she does. She comes in, uh, asks for Suki's mercy. Right. Suki's like, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> we get some good gossip, too, from Arkansas. that Because Felicia's from Arkansas, and their king, Peter Threadgill, is having marriage problems with the Queen of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I gotta say, that'll come up again. the idea of the king of Arkansas marrying the queen of Louisiana, Louisiana has got to be classier than it sounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, queen of Louisiana actually sounds pretty cool, but like the king, king of, of Arkansas, Arkansas, I don't know. Yeah. One can only assume that vampires are better than the states they come from somehow. Yeah, one hopes. Yeah. I did like that Felicia... This is the coolest way I've ever heard of telling somebody that you're gay. She says, I am no lover of men. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, oh, I, I guess Bill also comes in with his uh, new girlfriend or whatever, right? Cela Pumphrey. Yeah, yeah. He brings her in uh, again. Mm-hmm. They're always there together. Yeah. Or Cela Pumphrey. She's just being used. It does feel oh, yeah. that way, right? Kind of fucked up. Well, maybe she shouldn't have been that whore that dated Bill after Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with her? Right. Uh, oh, so after Felicia leaves, Arlene comes up to talk to her, right? Yeah, talks a bunch of trash. Yeah, and uh, apparently her new guy is with the Fellowship of the Sun. Yeah. Yikes. That's Arlene. not good news. Because there's a new branch that's nearby now that just opened up, which is not good news for Sookie. Yeah, that sucks. It does. Hate those guys. I know. I thought, you know, after their, their leaders got 
you know, ousted, they might cut it out, but nope. You'd hope well, so. That, that one guy is still out there, right? Remember he showed up and, like, staked Sookie? Yeah. yeah but he's on the run, right? Like, he's in hiding or something? Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, if, if Joel Osteen uh, committed obvious crimes <laughs> and, and went on the run, you would expect the, his church to not be doing great business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not uh, expanding into more territories, but, yeah. I mean, I'm just shocked, shocked to know that this group of bigots would be out there and growing. Yeah, I suppose the currency of hate spends real easy, right? Yeah. yeah. Chapter 11. The next morning, Tanya Grissom, speaking of which, shows up at Sookie's house uninvited. Uh, Sookie sends her away. She's clearly up to something, but she's not sure what. Yeah, this is Red Flag City. Right? Uh, well, this is I, like Ho Chi Minh. Okay, right? is it though? Like, like okay. Sookie has had people show up to her house and be like, breakfast and she's like okay i'll cook you breakfast you know that's like, right alcide showed up that time she's like you want some coffee he's like make me sausage <laughs> <laughs> like this is that's this true. is true that this is like, like to me this is a weird red flag but to suki this is not not that unusual and like for her she even admits that this is like the fact that she turns her away is like against her kind of southern hospitality or whatever if if somebody that i tangentially know shows up my house Without calling or sending a message or anything, I assume that they're like their family is being held hostage and they're being forced to do something. <laughs> they, they probably have like explosives strapped to the back, the back or yeah, something. Yeah, right. That's that's to me that's so outside the bounds of like social interaction. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, I mean, hell, even if it's somebody I know well, if they show up without letting me know ahead of time, right? Yeah. I, like, what I, the hell? I completely agree. I I think it's a, a weird thing, but Suki t- t- doesn't tend to be put off by it. But for whatever reason, Tanya is like not on her good side. Yeah, no kidding. She doesn't know what she's up to, but she's going to find out. She is. So she sends her away, and Quinn calls. He's in Dallas trying to find an employee of his who's disappeared, but he makes a hot date with Sookie for the next night. Yeah. Steaks and chill. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I do steaks and chill. Can't wait to see what attacks them on this date. <laughs> <laughs> and continuing down the list of people she interacts with, Mr. Cataliades shows up. He's the lawyer for the Queen of Louisiana. Yeah, so... Uh, we, we, we learned pretty quickly, but like, it's immediately evident that he's not human, right? Like it's, it's kind of like a strange, mm-hmm. a strange dude and uh, accompanied by a strange. For a while there, I thought he was just a lawyer. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> creature of the night. <laughs> yeah. His mind doesn't work like other people's minds. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he's a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Which we don't know much about. Yeah. And apparently he sent a messenger to Suki who never arrived. And that was the night that. The, she heard something. Yeah, she heard something or didn't hear anything. Everything went silent in the woods. Yeah, he's expecting Sookie to go to New Orleans with him. Okay, so we have Mr. Cat was it Mr. Cataliades? Cataliades, yeah. Uh, Gladiola and uh, Diantha. I love these names. Yeah, these are fun. <laughs> yeah, these, these are the people that I want to hang out with, I gotta yeah, say. <laughs> Diantha I loved, right? Yeah. She like drives the car and then and he's like uh, go go check around, and she's like, okay. It takes off her her giant like heels and starts slithering around on the ground, <laughs> <laughs> like sniffing around. Yeah, it's awesome. And, like, like chattering to herself in the demonic language or whatever. Yeah. It's awesome. Sounds yeah. pretty cool to me. I know these, these. This is the crew that I would hook it up with. I'd be like, all right, uh, sorry, Suki, I'm gonna go with these people. I don't, care. I don't know where they're going, but this is my this is my new family. Could <laughs> be hell. <laughs> I mean, they're Touché. just going to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're in New Orleans, you know? That's yeah, party. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Gladiola, the, uh, Diantha does find Gladiola pretty quickly, and she's been cut in half. Cut in half with a steel sword. Yeah, you know, uh, 
Sookie was thinking about how she, like, just a minute ago, Sookie was thinking about how she's, like, kind of the protector of her weird little corner of the world. But I gotta be honest, lots of supernatural creatures get super dead around her very, uh, very fast. true, yeah. Yeah, it's been a few days, right? Since there's been a body on her property? Yeah. (laughs) I think the last one was the the Jeff Marriott, the guy who was framed for burning her house down. What was that, like, a week ago? Something like that. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, she hasn't even gotten her kitchen cabinets put in yet (laughs) from the part of the house that burned down. Yep. But she gets ready to leave for New Orleans, but she says she's only going to go if Bill can come. Uh, yeah. I mean, (sighs) so this guy shows up, locates a body on her property, and is like, let's go. She's like, like, okay. Like, I guess guess she just rolls with whatever now, right? I guess so. Chapter 12. She gets time off from Sam, and she talks to Bill, and is trying to figure out why was Gladiola killed? Because all it means is that Sookie didn't know for a few days that she was going to be going to New Orleans, but Mr. Cataliades was going to show up regardless. Uh, Bill, we learn a little bit about demons, not nearly enough, but we do learn that sex with them is corrosive. What? (laughs) Bugs won't bite them and sex with them is corrosive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't find that very hot at all. (laughs) (laughs) That is not my fetish. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's, there's no interpret- interpretation of that that is not uh, horrible, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like how he mentions, oh, he's got all these nieces because his his half brother is a full demon, and Bill's like, and yeah, he's got a bunch of kids by different mothers, of course. Like, wait, and of so course? he's like, I'm not even gonna touch that one. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. Like, is the yeah, like, is this the implication here that the that people don't survive birthing a half demon? Seems like yeah, it. yeah. Oh, uh, but or maybe it just means that that guy's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you never, you never fucked that guy more than once. <laughs> uh, he got baby mamas everywhere. Yeah, I do love that his brother's name is Nurgle. I was like, that's great. That's a very good demon name. Yeah, I love all their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so if these are demons and like fairies sort of become angels or something, do fairies sort of become demons? Like. Is this like a, a bad Claudine becomes one of these people? Is that, that how it works? Was the that is the interpretation I took from something that we learn about later when Claudine's talking about it, but I don't know. But they don't seem to be particularly bad people. I mean, yeah, I know he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Yeah. They haven't yeah, have they done anything bad? No. No. I mean, he works for the Queen of Louisiana. Yeah, they they speak the demonic tongue. Sure. I wonder if it's like a you know, make a deal with the devil kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I, I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'd like to know how demons are made, uh, you know, so I can be a demon. Because it seems like, the, that's the, of, of the things we've seen so far, demon seems like a way to go, right? It's probably like, you got to be born into it, you know? <sighs> that's what I'm afraid of, yeah. Because that seems, seems to be the case with fairies, too. Yeah. Bummer. But they're, they're the only ones we've seen so far that don't have some sort of dumb hierarchy going on. So, yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, they can they can be out in the daylight. They seem to be <clears throat> immortal-ish. And uh, they can run really fast, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick, I'd probably be fairy, right? They seem to have the most fun. Yeah. yeah we don't know much about it yet, but it does seem like fun. Yeah. Claudine and Claude both seem to have a good time. Yeah. Claudette, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. They get to fight in, in Goblin Wars. Oh, that's true. The yeah. Goblin Wars. That's right. Oh, I forgot about the Goblin Wars. Uh-huh. Of Iowa, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, man. Bill arrives to drive to New Orleans with them, and he doesn't look real good. Well, she did just literally call him and say, you've got 30 minutes to get here or get left behind, and he does it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Then they hit the road. Yeah. 
Chapter 13, they're on the road. They're just having a little chat. Sookie shares about how they were attacked by werewolves the other night, which Bill and Cataliades think is very interesting. So they kind of talk about it and try to figure it out. And they think there's a rebellion fomenting against Patrick Fernan. I also think it's funny that she mentions that she's dating Quinn and uh, Mr. Catalides is like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tapping that? Nice. Yeah. Get it, girl. Impressive. So apparently he's got a reputation. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows Quinn. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she does tell them how Quinn handled things. And I guess Mr. Catalides, yeah, makes that, that connection, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to say, I think after this, Mr. Catalides might be my new favorite side character. Really? I mean... He's kind of great. Yeah, he's like... He's kind of like funny and just like, you know... I, we're going to find out something really bad about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my feeling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going all in on Mr. Catalides right now. I'm going to... He's going to be the best... Yeah, no. No no skeletons in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely doesn't eat babies. Sookie's we'll best friend. Yeah. They drop Sookie off at Hadley's apartment and it's been magically sealed. Chapter 14. Oh, hold on. I do want to say, uh, they arrive in New Orleans and Sookie thinks excitedly about sh- how she hopes they have an IHOP. And that might be the saddest I've ever been for Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, once when I was younger, we went to we went to New Orleans and I got to go to IHOP and it was just this magical place. I was like, oh, Sookie. Oh, Sookie. Yeah. Oh, Sookie. You've had kind of a sad life. Yeah. A sad small life. Yeah. So wouldn't it be Waffle House? In New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans. They have IHOP everywhere. It's it, the International it, yeah. House of Pancakes, Jeff. Point. It's right in the name, Jeff. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. It's foolish of me. Yeah, in the country of Texas, the country of Louisiana, the country of... <laughs> Kingdoms. Uh, yes, the nations. Yeah, she does take a minute to scope out the place. Uh, nice furniture, guest room with uh, boring computer things, bloody towels, crappy sheets, pass out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like her, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Criticize everything, criticize everything. Oh, oh yeah. my dead cousin, she was so tacky. Look how... <laughs> Ugly her sheets yeah, are. Yeah, what are the hideous sheets? The yeah. thing with the towels I found bizarre because she's like, and I found the towels and they were super stained and they smelled super bad. Oh, my cousin's gross. And then she went to bed and I was like, what the hell is on these towels? What could this possibly be? Did she poop on her towels? <laughs> well, we I, find I, out later, it just, Suki skips over it. Pretty I, quick. I immediately thought, oh, this is definitely blood, right? Like, like Well, yeah, because she's a vampire. A vampire yeah, what else right? is it going to be? Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Well, how did she get blood on it? Like, what? This is Sookie, right? Like, she's like, oh, more bloody towels, whatever. <laughs> Put them on the porch and deal them later. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 14. She's woken up the next morning by Hadley's landlord, Amelia Broadway. I swear to God, if anybody ever came into my uh, house... Right? People just be in Sookie's bedroom. Yeah. Right? Holy like, shit. She, she wakes up to, who the hell are you? And honestly, like, that, to me, that's a relatively tame reaction, right? Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to, like, I'd, I'd, I'd attack this person probably, Yeah, I'd right? come up swinging. Yeah. Uh, we can tell that this is going to be a good friend of Sookie's because only her really good friends sneak into her bedroom and wake up with her. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Look, it's only been Claudine and Bill and Eric. And Sam. And Sam. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, she's like, all right, it's another day. Like, whatever. Yeah. People who, yeah, pe- ways to get on Sookie's good list, wake, wake her up in bed. I yeah, guess. surprise her when she thinks she's sleeping alone. Oh, uh, this God. is why I'll see it. it didn't work out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just shown he should have up, crawled and up into bed, yeah. Yep. yeah. As a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... uh, uh, like, sp- speaking of, you know, we've been, sorry. Previously, we t- kind of talked about Sookie's ridiculous southern hospitality, and this is an, a perfect example. She wakes up, she gets herself together, and she, like, offers to make this person who broke into her house coffee. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Sookie, it is time to deploy rudeness. Yeah. <laughs> that was the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Southerners. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. She'd start just sleeping with like a gun next to her. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. <laughs> or at least a chain, just right? Every, yeah. every time she wakes up, just grab the gun, sweep the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But we learn a little bit about Amelia Broadway. She's a witch, and she's the one who sealed up the apartment until Sookie was able to get there. <laughs> Apparently she cleaned the crime scene, which is, you know, not great. I hate this woman. I cannot stand her. Yeah. I... Uh, I... I <laughs> She, yeah, she's 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 rather irritating. Uh, Sookie says that she's direct, but I, I find her you know, kind of annoying. But. She's really arrogant. She thinks she knows everything. She lectures Sookie about magic, like Sookie is just some idiot that doesn't know anything. Yeah. Without knowing anything about her. Um, so Sookie returns the favor by mercilessly like sponging every thought from her brain, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was funny. She's like, she's a really, she's like a serious broadcaster, just like soaking it all up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, somebody went through Hadley's trash and put a spell on it after Hadley died, and people are still breaking into her place. So there's something going on. Yeah. And we learn a little more about Hadley's death, which is in a short story, which we have not read. Um, but apparently she was killed by another vampire named Waldo because Waldo was jealous that Hadley was the queen's lover and Sookie figured it out and Waldo was killed. Oh, okay. So, spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say Waldo is probably tier one vampire name. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he really? I was like, that, 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 vampire, huh? Waldo the vampire. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, <laughs> he can't be that old, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how old the name Waldo I mean, is. Waldo, that's, I think it's an old name, right? Is it? Oh, okay. Probably Eastern European. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Amelia does her, reads her cards and learns that Sookie is a telepath, which was satisfying. And uh, it seems to be rather off-putting, which would make sense. Learning she's a telepath is like, oh, you've been reading my mind this whole time. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 15 she starts cleaning out the apartment, and yeah, guess what? Those nasty-ass towels are indeed bloody. And, with further investigation, there's a body in the closet of a young man. But uh, before she does all that, she takes a moment to continue dumping on Hadley's life, right? <laughs> like, oh, you know, oh, her taste in clothing, you know, looks like Fangbanger or whatever. And then, then she yeah. talks about how the music is like, oh, this terrible music. It's like, it's really? Like Nine Inch it, Nails. Yeah, it's like normal stuff. It's like... You know what? Usher, Nine Inch Nails, Eminem was like, okay, that's. I mean, weird it just array, it's a little but... like dated now, but this, this is music that people listen to. That's These are fine. all hits. Yeah, this, I don't know what does Sookie listen to. Right? Yeah. I guess I'm just going to continue dumping on my dead cousin and the possessions she left me out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she goes and gets Amelia. It's like, what's up with this dead body in the closet? And Amelia identifies him as a wear named Jake Purifoy, who did security for the Queen's wedding. Which means. That, which is the wedding that Quinn probably worked, which means he's probably the guy who worked for Quinn. And Quinn mentioned that some kid just went recently went missing. I was yeah. like, that's strange coincidence, right? It's a very strange yes. coincidence. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not a coincidence around Sookie, but you know. Yeah. You might say it's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Jake had picked up Hadley the night of the Queen's wedding. And while they're standing there talking, Sookie realizes that Jake is not dead. He's been turned into a vampire. Yeah, the, like Sookie's considering matter-of-factly the last time she had to dispose of, of a body. And then suddenly uh, this body uh, begins to dispose of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turnabout, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Jake attacks Amelia, but not before they're able to call the queen for help. Yeah, in case you're wondering if a were could become a vampire, I guess now we know. Yeah. Yep, yep. totally. 
Yep. Yep. Sookie manages to get him off of Amelia, but then he attacks her and tries to rape her. Amelia casts a spell. Then the vampire police arrive, thank God. With a vampire baby bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stick in his mouth. Yep. Yeah. So they go to the hospital and, hey, Eric's there. Random. Yeah. First, first hospital of the book. Last? Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I assume that Eric didn't hear that. Sookie was there. He's just knew she was in Shreveport and he's been hanging out at the hospital waiting for her. <laughs> well, they're in like, New Orleans at this point, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, this is a sure thing, right? Yeah. Sookie's yeah. in town. Just check the local hospitals. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Uh, yeah, he claims he was in town to neg- do some like negotiations with the queen, but Sookie points out that's actually a pretty dumb excuse. He's obviously there to see her or whatever. Right. And then Bill shows up and things get interesting. Things get real interesting. Sookie finds out that Bill had originally been sent by the Queen to Bon Temps to seduce Sookie and get her to work for the Queen. Yeah. What, I mean, like, we knew Bill was a little sketchy, but this is this is pretty shitty, right? How, is that more or less shitty than him abandoning her without letting her know to go back to Lorena? Uh, I would say even more so because it means that, like, the, the foundation of their relationship was... Was like was was like an elaborate like uh, manipulation, right? Yeah. Like like this is this is if you talk about red flags, like this t- says a lot about the kind of person that Bill is, and it's not good stuff, you know. Yeah, Sookie is absolutely devastated. She walks out of the hospital and eventually makes her way back to Hadley's apartment, where she's having this like massive breakdown. Yeah, she binds her vampire wound with some beauty wipes and a leopard scarf and passes out. She is not okay. <laughs> no. Yep. Rough day. Yep. Chapter sixteen. She wakes <laughs> up. Oh, right. She wakes up. <laughs> okay. Like we were just talking about this, right? <laughs> and there's even more people there this time. <laughs> yeah. So when she wakes up, Claudine is in bed with her and uh, the lit was Lynn Tan- Amelia. Amelia. Amelia is sitting in the room reading a book. <laughs> yeah. Just waiting for her to wake up. Just hanging out, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. And then Sookie's like, yep, yeah, this is this is normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just how my life is. Yeah. We learn more about Claudine. She's trying to become an angel. What? Yeah, this whole fairy godmother thing is way more formalized than I realized. Yeah, she was given Sookie to protect, but she isn't allowed to say why Sookie raided a fairy godmother. But we have probably the best, my favorite line in the book, where Sookie asks her, wait, things would be worse without you around? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like whoever, whoever assigned Claudine to Suki must have had like a real fucked up sense of humor, right? A real grudge against Claudine, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is where you send the fairies you don't want to become angels. Yeah, can you imagine if your life's ambition was hanging on your ability to keep Suki, adrenaline junkie, chain fighter, stackhouse out of harm's way, right? Yeah. Like, like two weeks ago or whatever, you carried her out of a burning building twice, the same burning building, because yeah. you went back into it. <laughs> right. and, and now she's like, oh, I'm going to date that were tiger. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like like how many t- how many times has Claudine saved her? How like it's multiple? Yeah, uh, that we know of, like you know, we half a dozen, right? Yeah. So what's worse, Claudine and Suki or um, Birgitta and Elaine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I think maybe Suki because Ber- like Elaine actually has like magical powers, right? She's yeah, a powerful yeah. person in her own right. Yeah. You know? And Suki is just like a waitress. Yeah. A waitress telepath. A waitress telepath. It's, it's kind of like a suicide squad kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
but anyway, they're going to do an ectoplasmic reconstruction with some <sighs> other witches to find out what happened when Jake was turned. And oh, my God. I immediately thought Ghostbusters because I've never heard of ectoplasm. No, I, I, th- yeah. th- I, I'm not familiar. Like, to me, okay. So there's this process called ectoplasmic reconstruction by which they can solve murders, right? And she says, oh, we don't do it very often because it's super demanding. And so he's like, how much? She's like, eh, 300 bucks a person. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, all told, grand total, we're talking like $1,000. And like, they're like, uh, they, what, what, is, what is Coughlin's salary, right? Like, right. We're paying him. Right. <laughs> and witches solve this stuff? Like, like four witches can solve every murder, right? <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I just feel like the this is a pretty low ceiling for miraculously reconstructing a murder, but okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where I was like, did you just like throw out an arbitrary amount of money and not think about how little that was? I, I don't know. Ah, uh, it's fine. I mean, that's true. If they're paying Coughlin like 60,000 a year, they could just have 60 ectoplasmic reconstructions a year. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, did, solve did, all the murders. Does he close 60 murders a year? I doubt it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sookie has to go see the queen tonight anyway, and she'll ask if she'll pay for it. But hey, speaking of paying for things, Claudine is the one who paid Sookie's hospital bill. Oh, I did. I always thought it was Eric. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. even though Sookie's a little bit of a jerk bad. She's like, ugh. Well, at least it came from. At least it didn't come from that stripper money. No, that was the opposite. No, yeah. Like, at least it came from that stripper money, <laughs> not your real money. <laughs> and she's like, look, sex work is real work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's with all the shaming here? Job's uh, a job. Yeah. So Claudine takes her shopping because mm-hmm. uh, nothing takes your mind off her woes like a good shop. Claudine is like kind of an awesome fairy godmother. I got to say. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, feel real sorry for her though. Yeah. It's yeah, like this, a hard this life. Is a tough road to hoe. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what you got to do if you want to become an angel. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so yeah, I, I'm very curious. Like, maybe, maybe that's the idea is you have to take care of someone who's so hard to take care of that it would literally take an angel <laughs> to put up with it. Uh-huh. Like you, you're a fucking saint to save this person's yeah. life. Yeah. If like, you can get through this whole thing without Sookie dying or without smacking her, <laughs> silly. <laughs> you can be an angel. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, a theme in this book so far, and I, and, I, and I get why, it's probably like Charlie Harris didn't want to spend too much time talking about it because it's... It gets boring for anyone but me. But like, I was like, Sookie needs to ask more questions. She's like, oh, I probably shouldn't ask about this. She wouldn't tell me. And I'm like, you didn't fucking ask. I want to know about this whole like fairy angel thing. I, I want to know. Can fairies yeah, become for more information. There's, she's like, there's a bunch of other kinds of fairies. No, nothing about that. I want to know about that. You know? Uh-huh. Right, yeah. I mean, Sookie will probably get attacked by one or the other of them eventually. So she should just know. Do some upfront research, right? Did she ask about the Goblin Wars? Did not ask about the Goblin Wars. No, I don't know. She still hasn't asked about the Goblin Wars. Yeah. <sighs> Why? Uh, I think, God damn it, you know, in, in her defense, Sookie has a lot on her plate, you know? A lot of irons in the fire. That Char- is a good point. Charlene Harris needs to write. I mean, isn't that kind of what the Cimmerillion is? I was not able to get through it, but isn't that a lot about, like, the lore of that world? Yeah, just the, the backstory and the history and various stories and fables. Yeah, Charlene Harris needs to do that. Yeah, the Silmarillion of the Sookie Marillion. The Sookie Marillion. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, I guess she she did do a few short stories, though, but not nothing like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know about this more about this world. Me too. More about these demons and the process by which one becomes an angel. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be finishing Definitely Dead with chapters 17 through 23. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. 
I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Micah Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club where you can give us your armadollars and check out some super cool merchandise with our faces on it. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. So okay. Okay.